0: what are you telling people at a cocktail party? Why are you leaving? Is it for business? Is it your grandkids live there? Really, what is the reason? I got the house in Incline. I'm good. The Franchise Tax Board looks at where's your personal property. If all of it is back here in California, they say you really haven't moved.
1: Welcome to Buy Sci-Fi, Bite-Sized Finance. I'm Kelly Brothers. I'll be your host serving up some of the most succulent stories from our region about people, places, and things that impact our community and your financial well-being. Our goal is to learn, think, and even laugh a little bit, delivered right to your kitchen table, your dining room, or wherever you choose to listen. My guest today is Francine Voorhees of Moss Adams Accountancy Firm. She's also the resident expert in this area for how to leave California. Francine, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Great to have you. I can only imagine your phone ringing off the hook as our legislature is talking about taking the already highest income tax in the nation and pushing it higher. And oh yeah, let's layer on top of that a wealth tax on everything you own, every year. Ten years we can go after, no matter where you go. We get, I mean, it just seems like a flood of new taxes, at least ideas of new taxes, hitting the legislature. Right. Tell me about the phone calls. Are they coming in?
0: Oh, yeah. We are getting calls from clients going, I'm just done being here in California. I'm already paying a lot of tax. And now this tax you're talking about, these two taxes that is going to the legislature. They didn't get to it by August 31st, but it will, they'll start talking about it again in December. And one is the increase in the income tax. For anyone over a million dollars, your tax is going up 1%. And it goes up slowly. By the time you're over 10 million of income, your tax rate is 16.8%. Right.
1: Compare that to Incline Village, where it is zero. It's Zero. not like you're talking about the difference between, for some states, Texas, Tennessee, Florida. Florida
0: Washington. Right.
1: And, and now, let's not in any way discount all the other taxes in our lives that in some states are far worse than California. Property taxes, for example, or sales taxes can be. In some states, a lot of people don't know, have their own inheritance or estate tax, correct? That is Correct. And you were telling me when we were chatting one time that the reason California hasn't gone there is because that would have to go on...
0: That would have to go on a ballot.
1: Right. So it's a lot easier if it's just the legislature and the governor.
0: That is correct. That's correct.
1: And then you layer on top of that what we know to be true about California. And that is there's a lot of unfunded liabilities out there, right? CalPERS, Mm -hmm. STIRS. I mean, even in the latest... Session, you had them talking about reparations. They actually put up money to study reparations in a state where slavery never really existed. But that all being said, we're not getting into the politics of it, right? Where does that money come from?
0: <laughs> right, you no, know? right. The, our state is looking for money, yeah. and you asked about the estate tax. It would have to be on the ballot, but part of this legislature that is going to be looked at again in December, they're also talking about a value-added tax. And that tax would be every year for assets over $30 million. For example, if you have $50 million in assets, your taxes at point oh oh four percent is about $80,000 per year. And in addition
1: f- to everything else you're paying.
0: Right. And that is a tax that would be through the legislature and then the governor signs it and it would be law.
1: I know a lot of people think, oh, they can afford it. But think of uh, not just the money, but the hassle. I mean, a lot of people own, a lot of these ultra-rich people, who, by the way, pay the majority of the taxes in California already. I think it's the top 1%, pay the top 50%, pay the 50% of all the taxes paid in the state. Right. The hassle of having to value everything and having that certified. I mean, it'd be a boon for for accounting firms. I mean, your valuation people would have jobs for life, right?
0: Right. But that's not know, what we want to do I for know, our clients. I know,
1: I know. That valuation exercise A it's not easy and B it's not cheap. That is correct. So the 80,000 you just represented, that's just
0: That's just the tax. Yeah. That's not the cost to do it. Right. And then there's another tax. What's that? There's on the ballot. So this would be voted on is the split rolls. So for property, commercial, industrial land over 3 million, they're talking about getting rid of Prop 13.
1: So it's the first step down the slippery slope of right. of okay. getting rid of Prop 13. Yes. Yeah.
0: So you add all of those together and I'm seeing clients selling property and wanting to move out of California.
1: Are you I mean, oh, yeah. do you see it accelerating though?
0: Oh yes. Do you? We've been seeing it for several years. Started when tax rates went right. up to 13.3 right. and it keeps going more and more. This year has just been a flood. And our Where are state, they going? Where are they going? They're going to incline Texas, Florida, Washington. All the usual suspects. But they're also going to Wyoming. Yeah. They're going lots of different places.
1: Okay, but they're just kind of done. You know, the other piece to this that doesn't make any sense, given how what a small piece of the population pays the majority of the tax, is this is also a population that in the last few months has figured out they can do their jobs from anywhere, Ex- anywhere. They don't have to be in California. They don't have to be a resident of California, right? Right.
0: And we really have seen that. CEOs of very large companies thought they needed to be in the office every day. And they learn, no, they don't. They can stay connected to their team.
1: All this is great overview, but I really wanted you to talk specifically about the playbook for leaving California, because we know that the franchise tax board here is very aggressive about getting people who say they're leaving, but they really don't leave. So this is not a case of, getting a P.O. box in Reno and saying, I'm out of California. It's much deeper than that. Could you please run through, let's go through the top five tests of residency that the Franchise Tax Board will use as they look at you and see if you should be paying your California tax.
0: Absolutely. So the first thing is intent. What are you telling people at a cocktail party? Why are you leaving? If you say, I'm leaving only for taxes, Number one, you probably won't stay because we live in a great state. Sure we do, yeah. Is it for business? Is it your grandkids live there? Really, what is the reason? And when you go to a cocktail party, think about you don't know who's around you. So what is the intent? That's number one. And then where are you moving to and what kind of house are you moving to? Where's your real residence? Oh, I got you. I want to keep my house in California, and I'll buy a condo in Incline.
1: No, no. that's not going to fly.
0: Where's your real residence? Yeah. And it's not just, so you buy a big house in Incline or wherever, but where is your personal property? Number three, where's your personal property? The things that are near and dear to you, photos. Where's your dogs? Yes, the franchise tax board looks at where's your personal property. If all of it is back here, In California, they say you really haven't moved, and then physical presence. People are like, "Well, I like you said, Kelly. I got the house, big house, in Incline. I'm good." No, how long are you up in Incline versus California? You need to count
1: days, days. Heads on the pillow,
0: head on the pillow. You you got it, Kelly. Yeah, that's the term that our state and local tax group uses: head on the pillow. And so how many nights are you sleeping at your house? I
1: mean, I've actually, I've worked with a few clients and many of them work with you and Moss Adams. Some of these are executives who travel Mm -hmm. and their assistant actually keeps a log of nights on the pillow in which states.
0: Absolutely. And that's what what we tell them. You need to record all of this of where you are. Because the Franchise Tax Board has many years to come back and check.
1: Wow. I mean, you got to keep a paper trail, don't yes. you? Yes. Did we get through number four or did we get to number five yet?
0: We talked about intent. Right. Your residence.
1: Right. Physical. Physical. Like where you your body is day in, right. day out, right? Right.
0: Where's your personal
1: residence? property? Okay. Oh, your property. personal okay. property. Okay.
0: And the last is your social connections. If your whole social life is down here and you're involved in organizations down here and not up there, they're going to look at that. If all your friends are down here in California and you've not built relationships there, they're going to look at that.
1: They're going to hold it against you. Yeah. That's a very, it's almost a sad thing because I've seen a number of high powered dynamic people leave the state and they had to resign positions on nonprofit boards. Exactly. Chairman of campaigns. They had to give that up. Because it would be held against them.
0: And these are people that are making a difference in our great state.
1: And that's the part that goes unmeasured, really. Right. You know, you could, we can add up the tax dollars that go out, but you can't add up the impact that well-meaning, right. hardworking people with a few bucks in their pocket can have on a nonprofit and therefore improve the community. Right. Let me ask you this. If I wanted to leave the state and I ask you, uh, do I need to sell my personal residence? Probably. Probably. And it
0: really is facts and circumstances. Right. It's going to be harder to fight the franchise tax board if your personal residence is here. I've seen clients who have truly moved, truly. Yeah. And they kept a house here and they fought and fought with the franchise tax board. They had truly
1: moved. So what about you sell it to your oldest child?
0: If they're truly living in it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you You're truly gone? meet okay, all it, those
0: it, tests, okay. that works.
1: But that usually means, too, you probably got to give up. You have a golf club membership, you got to give it up. You belong to Arden Hills right. Fitness Club, you got to give it up. You As belong part of to... the
0: social connections.
1: Yeah. Okay. Man, that gets sticky, doesn't it?
0: You truly have to cut your ties from California.
1: And do you have to do that for an extended period? Or is there kind of like, I need to establish oh, yeah. residency elsewhere, and then maybe things get a little freer about coming back into the state. No. No.
0: When I talked about intent, mm-hmm. that is you truly intend to leave California. Okay. It's not, you know, I have a business transaction coming up and I'm going to have a big gain. So I'm going to move out of state. And then come back. And in three, five years, I'm coming back. State of California is going to say you never intended that first thing we talked about, when you never intended to leave. Right. So you were still truly domiciled here.
1: So, And you have to think about, don't you, all the things that are legitimately organically true about when you move. For example, you need to have a doctor in your new city. You need to pay bills in your new city. You need to get a driver's license of your new state. You need to register your car. You need to vote. All those things count, don't they?
0: right. But those are easy things, yeah. and a lot of people do those. Yeah, but they haven't thought about all the other and cutting the ties. Cutting, cutting the, the ties is harder than
1: establishing the new ones.
0: Right, and documenting all of that, and that's what we help. Our state and local tax group is amazing, and I'm blessed to have them as a resource because.
1: And, and to give a little plug to Moss Adams, one of my clients used you, and he he called it a playbook. Yes, he said it was a binder, and he said if I have a question. If there's any, I, this is I pull out the playbook and it tells me what to do. Yeah. And it's kind of sad you have to go through that, but it's a very valuable service if you're looking to move. And the people yeah. who it seem easiest for are the ones who already have a house at incline, and they're there right. four months of the year anyway. Right. You know, or they travel six months. So if their residency is somewhere else, what it's, the heck? Right. But I also right. tell folks, you tell me where your grandkids end up, and I'll tell you if you're moving.
0: That is key. And, and I've even
1: had a client who actually offered to help pay the down payment on a house in their state for the daughter and grandkids and son-in-law because it more further proved their need to be in that state or their legitimacy right. in being in that state. Right. Wow. Well,
0: and you truly want to be next to your grandkids. No, you do.
1: Of course you do. <laughs> well, At least most people do. Most grandkids anyway, <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about the methods mm. Franchise Tax Board will go to to monitor where you are and where you have been and what you're doing.
0: Now, first of all, remember, we live in a very electronic world. Yeah. So when you get that audit notice, remember, the Franchise Tax Board can go back four years from the date you filed your tax return. So really five years. Right. And they can ask and look at everything. And they will look at what was your income in those four years? And they will wait because they have four years. And then once they decide to audit you, when they call you, they have already looked at your credit cards. Where are you spending money? Both husband and wife. Did you come down here every other week to have your hair done or your nails done? And you used a credit card? They, look, they have access to your credit cards. Bob Reynolds, my partner who used to work for FTB and heads up our state and local tax group, when he was at FTB, he said, I'd go up to Incline. And just be talking to people and go, oh, "Do you live here? Yeah, Do most people around here live here? Your neighbor, they know, and your neighbor, neighbor says, "Oh yeah, Francine lived up here, lives up here she's She's great, but you know mostly she still works, so she's in California, she's rarely up here. They have all those facts.
1: Yeah. So, Francine, let me ask you this, because I told people, too, you know, 10 years ago I had clients in one state. Now right. I have them in 18 states. Right. And it's not because I've marketed anywhere else as people who've left. Mm-hmm. And not all for tax reasons, some right. for legitimate right. grandkid reasons, that sort of thing, or job change, or whatever it right. is, or to take care of a parent. But I have clients, and obviously, like everyone else, i figured out I can serve them from anywhere. Yep. Right? With, with Zoom and everything being online, if I lived it <laughs> in and I took care of my client base, which let's call it for sake of argument, let's say it's 75% California still. Can they go after me for that? Because the base of my revenue stream is California-based?
0: It depends what you do. You're in a service business. We have clients who are still working, that live in Incline, but they can do their work from Incline. They do not need to come to California. Okay. And so, yes, you could move to incline, do all the work. It's where you are physically doing the work in your case.
1: When you started out in a county, did you ever think you'd be become an expert on helping people leave a state that you love? No. Is that kind of sad?
0: It is. Because we live in a great state. There's so many good things here.
1: So why are we driving The most productive, successful, entrepreneurial, and in some cases, most generous people we know out of the state.
0: Yeah. And people are leaving for lots of reasons. It's not just taxes. It's the business environment. It's hard to do business here. And you got Texas, New York in the past few years making it easier. Yeah. So lots of reasons people are leaving.
1: It is sad though. It really is because there's no place like California in terms of weather and physical attributes and diversity right. and everything else. Right. But people, when they work their tails off for decades to build an asset base they hope will serve their grandkids and great-grandkids, they don't want the state taking millions and millions of right. those dollars just because they can't manage their own books. They really don't. Right. Um, if you were to go back to the day you graduated with, and got your CPA, what is the one thing you would tell your 22 23 year old self about what you didn't know then but you wished you had
0: Hmm, that's a good question do what you love I, I do I honestly love what I do when I get to consult with my clients I don't sit and do tax returns I love consulting with my clients so it truly would be do what you love
1: the rest will follow
0: the rest will follow because you'll be great at what you do
1: and any advice for the folks who are sitting there thinking, you know what, the day might come where I might have to leave, where I can no longer justify paying what I'm going to have to pay to keep the lifestyle that I've enjoyed, but I could have a great lifestyle somewhere else too. What advice would you give them?
0: I would say, really think it through. Why are you leaving? And do it far enough in advance. Don't go, oh, I have a transaction. Yeah. This takes time. It's not just you gotta a move into a, a base of yeah. residency. Yes. So you can, and you can figure out where do you really want to go? Because my clients over the years that have left, they call me and they're happy. They've built community.
1: And there are some who haven't been happy, I'm sure. And the same way, I've talked to them and they, they love North Carolina. Yes. They love Amelia Island, Florida. Yes. They love Austin, Texas. I mean, yes. Sometimes we get a little myopic in California, like the right. world ends at the Nevada border. Right. But I also, the other advice I give people is if you really think you want to do that and you haven't spent significant time there, go rent a house for three months. Exactly. just stay, check it out, walk the streets, get a feel, feel two different seasons as opposed to one.
0: Right. You know? Uh, and I've had clients, that's what they've done. Yeah. And then they love where they're at because they get to know all of that. They didn't move to Wyoming in the summer, and find out you only have 13 weeks that are nice weather.
1: Yeah. and and Yeah, winter hits quick. Yeah. Francine, great to have you on. Thank you so much for your time. And the other advice for anyone who's thinking about it, go to Moss Adams. Go to the website. They have some information there for you. They put out great information. You can call Francine or one of the members of her team because this is what they do all day, every day. Sadly, in many of their minds, because they love living here, they're helping people exit the state in an effective and efficient way that doesn't endanger everything they were hoping to save in the first place, right? That's correct. Thanks, Francine. Thanks. Thanks for being on Buy Sci-Fi Bite Size Finance. Thanks for listening to Buy Sci-Fi Bite Size Finance. The program is supported in part by Spurford Burford and Brothers. If you liked what we served up today, please give us your rating, subscribe, and by all means, share. Music for the show produced locally by Kitty O'Neill and her band, Skyler's Pool. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Genevieve Burford & Brothers Wealth and Retirement Plan Management, LLC. Royal Alliance Associates is separately owned, and products or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. The discussions and opinions expressed are intended for informational purposes only and do not constitute solicitation, investment advice, or recommendation. Neither Genevieve's Burford & Brothers nor Royal Alliance Associates offer tax or legal services.